everybody, welcome to another episode of God Speaks. Today, we are trying another root beer. I love root beer. Yeah, we are fans of root beer. Natural Brew Draft Root Beer. Um, Smucker Natural Foods. Like the Jelly Company? I don't believe that that's the same one. <laughs> I think the Smucker Peanut Butter and Jelly is made by another company. I could be wrong. But that looks to be who makes it. Um... There's no website listed on here, so you might just have to, um, if you want to try it, look up Smucker Natural Foods, Inc. Oh, wait, no. Natural-brew.com It would be their website. Or you can check on um, Amazon, of course. That's what it looks like. Everything. Got it at our local Wise grocery store. Looks very light. Yeah. Almost looks more like a like a dark cream soda. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's it say on the bottle? A complex flavor of bourbon vanilla extract, anise, licorice root, birch oil, wintergreen oil, and other natural flavors. I don't know if it's just the lighting, but I don't know if it'll show up well on the camera, but the suds look yellow. Did you see that? Yeah. Look kind of yellowish. Now this smells like it's more of a, like a Barks. It doesn't taste as, it doesn't have the bite of a Barks. No, it's very smooth. It's very smooth. But you can definitely taste almost like that black, that like that licorice. Licorice, flavor. very licorice, yeah. Thing I love about these like craft sodas is if you go out and get even even something as smooth as an A and W, it just tastes so fake. But these natural flavors, the craft brews, you can like you can almost taste like oh there's vanilla, oh there's licorice. Mm -hmm. I don't know what anise is or anise. What that would taste like, but oh yeah, licorice root, birch oil, wintergreen oil, bourbon vanilla extract. Yeah, definitely a very strong licorice flavor. I would say it's not bad. I'm not a fan of licorice, but that's not bad. I like good and plenty since black licorice, but there's candy on top of it, so. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so we're getting into Bible dice here. And here we go. Oh, we got a short one. Psalm 112, verse 7. Psalm 12, you said? Psalm 112. 112, 112 verse 7. 
All right, Psalm 112, verse 7. I'm reading from the NIV. It says, They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. <clears throat> this is one we may need to get some context in. Yeah. Go up a little bit and maybe read down a little bit because this is in the right smack in the middle of a, a paragraph. Mm hmm. Let's read verse, I think verse 1 probably gives us a, a, the context of the actual psalm itself. And that says, Praise the Lord, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. That's New King James. What, is, what does yours say? So, uh, praise the Lord, blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. We read, um, maybe we can even read that whole paragraph that verse yeah. 7 is in. So surely, uh, starting at verse 6, Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn will be lifted high in honor. Why don't we pray and ask God to speak to us here, and then um, we'll see what we'll see how God speaks to us. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, uh, we thank you for your word, and that you speak even through the smallest of verses, and that your word will not return void. Mm -hmm. And I ask, Lord, that you would speak to us, and that you would speak to those who are listening to us. And that you would shed new light on this passage. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I mean, the first thing that I feel I'm getting, when, just when I'm looking at that, at verse 7, the one verse that we, that we got, mm -hmm. they will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Like how many of us can say that when we when we get bad news that we we don't have any fear we don't have any doubts that we're we're steadfast right um, and that we completely trust in the Lord like I would like to like tell you that I'm just that awesome of a christian and that holy yeah that anytime something bad happens in my life i'm just unshaken and and um just firm in my beliefs and i'm my faith is unshaken and i'm not afraid of anything but um i would be lying if i said i was that way mm -hmm. but I mean, really, and we've, I think we even talked about this in one of our previous episodes, like, it doesn't really matter what happens to us here. The worst, and not not diminishing or making small of anything that anybody's going through, but, like, there's nothing 
that could happen to us here on earth that really gives a rip or right. really matters all that much compared to what we're headed towards in eternity mm-hmm. and when we can think of life through that lens maybe it would be a little easier to not fear when bad news comes and to be more trusting in the Lord that he knows what he's doing right. and be more steadfast in our hearts that everything's going to be okay even if things aren't going to be okay um, man I think there's actually a lot in that one little verse especially once we get the context so like mm-hmm. okay if, if this verse is about the, the man or woman who fears the Lord like unpack that word because so often we're like oh it doesn't mean fear it just means to to revere it means to respect i think it does mean that but i think it means fear too i think it i think it's it carries the weight of of shock and awe god is big and powerful and mighty and if you don't stand in front of him and say oh my gosh my lips are unclean if you don't pull an isaiah like you don't understand god Mm-hmm. And so I think, what what would it look like if deeply rooted in our heart, we really had a fear for God in that sense, a shock and awe of how big and powerful he is. Mm-hmm. If I can truly understand the scope of God's majesty, then I'm going to be far less afraid of evil things because I know that that fearsome God created the enemy who was bringing on the bad things mm-hmm. and therefore it can't touch me like you mentioned um, it's just it's, it's nothing compared to what God can give me in return yep. or, or our hearts are steadfast and trusting in the Lord I'm far more able to trust in the Lord if I can understand how big he is how in control he is how powerful he is um it, it just totally changes the whole situation around when we really understand who we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you kind of hinted at this, but the the biggest problem in our hearts is that we want to be God. And so when, when we lose track of who God is and we start making ourselves God, the reason that God looks so small and the, and the evil things look so big is because we're trying to be God. And so when those evil things are in our face pushing us down, we lose control, which means we lose our quote-unquote deity. You know what I mean? So we feel like a failure. We feel like we can't trust. We feel like we're powerless. But if we can kill that idol and look upon the Lord for who he is, he's God, then that trust can be renewed and, and, and more empowered in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going back to what you're where you're saying about like the uh, fearing the Lord, I couldn't help but think about Job, mm-hmm. and in the the last couple chapters where God is using Leviathan yeah. as an example of like this is the greatest beast that I have created. Mm-hmm. Like you would Job, you would stand no chance if you came face to face with Leviathan. Mm-hmm. He's a fire-breathing, like, enormous sea monster. Mm -hmm. Yet, I am big enough to squash him with my pinky finger. Yep. 
So you <laughs> you're obviously going to fear Leviathan as a human being because you stand no chance if you come face to face with him or her. But you would also, I would believe, be even more feel fearful of the one that could smash Leviathan with his finger. So you have that fear, but wouldn't you also want to be on the same side as the one that could smash Leviathan with his right. little finger? Right. Um, so, yeah, it's important to fear the one that can smash the obstacles in our lives, but yet know that he's on our side. Right. In, that, in Christ, fear is peace. Yes. In Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's, I mean, like you're pointing out with the whole Leviathan thing, it's just, it's peace, it's protection, it's, it's not a, it's not like, it's not cowering in the corner as much as it is, it's that, that reverence on like, warp speed, Mm -hmm. almost, I mean, it is, when, when Isaiah, um, you know, had had the cherubim putting the coal onto his lips, and he was saying, "Woe is me! Woe is me!" I mean, th- that word "woe" was like—I mean, he was having a heart attack. It was—it was just total shock, total. I am done for, right? Like I'm—I'm I'm nothing in comparison to this. But that is so relaxing mm-hmm. and peaceful if you know him. As a son, as a daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's um, this verse. I think you could say is about rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Rest in the midst of the chaos. Mm-hmm. No matter what's going on around you, no matter how bad the storm is on the boat that you're in. Yeah. You can just nap through it. It, it, I mean, isn't that what it means when it says, "My heart, you know, his heart is steadfast. It's established, Mm -hmm. right? It's not fluttering to and fro with the fear. Mm -hmm. It is, it is unquivering, unchanging. So yeah, yeah, much like the the storm in the boat. Yeah. But if you're not, if you're not on the side of the Lord, then you have some, something to be afraid of because mm-hmm. not only do you have the storm to deal with not only do you have Leviathan to deal with but you have the one who controls all of that right. to deal with I really like that rest yeah. rest connection that's really good mm-hmm <clears throat> I think that that's something that Christians very much struggle with is not being able to rest. And I don't mean like physically rest, but we we definitely allow the circumstances of life to beat the tar out of us mm-hmm. and affect us uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, 
and we forget that the one who is in control of all of that is the one that, that we need to be steadfast and trusting trusting and resting in right because even if we end up dead on this side of it we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna end up alive for the rest of it yep yeah cool yeah I think I like that that was good yeah one little verse look at that Well, you know, if you guys um, who are listening or watching this have anything you'd like to add or anything you feel God has spoken to you through this verse, um, reach out on social media. Uh, leave us a comment on um, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. Some of you have already left comments on, on YouTube. So... Um, we want to hear from you. We love to hear from you. And we love to hear what God is speaking to you. Yeah. Um, because he can speak to you just as easily as he can speak to us. Um, so we encourage you to um, reach out. And um, we encourage you to um, get in your Bibles every day. Because every time you open the Bible, God will speak to you. Um, this isn't just... Yeah. This isn't just about having a cool podcast or a cool YouTube show. Um, we truly want to get into the Bible and listen to God speak to us. And we want we want this to be a, a daily activity, not just a podcast. Right. Um, this book is alive, yes. inspired by God himself. And so we're interacting with the creator when we sit down and do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're hoping that maybe through this podcast we can inspire other people to just open their Bibles and, and let God speak to them too. So um, until next time, uh, be blessed. <laughs>